From the Florida Bar Studios in Tallahassee, this is Florida Bar News Briefs. I'm your host, Mark Killian. The Florida Bar has issued a call for nominations for the annual Pro Bono Service Awards, which honor lawyers, judges, law firms, and local bar associations that have contributed extraordinary pro bono service. Roanne Batar has more. Pro Bono Publico, or For the Public Good, and Pro Bono Legal Service is just one way that attorneys do their part to help make their communities better. In the most recent 12 months reported, Florida lawyers have provided over 1.5 million hours of pro bono services to people in need and donated more than $6.8 million to legal aid organizations. In a ceremonial session of the Florida Supreme Court each year, more than two dozen lawyers and judges are honored by the court and the Florida Bar for the free legal assistance they have provided. For each of these bar members, as well as a law firm and voluntary bar association, this honor underscores a professional commitment to service and acknowledges the many hours of pro bono work performed to help children, victims of human trafficking, the elderly, refugees, the poor, and countless others who wouldn't be able to afford the legal assistance they so badly need. The 2024 Pro Bono Service Awards Ceremony will be held January 18th at the Florida Supreme Court. The road to this annual ceremony begins now with a call for nominations. The Florida Bar and the Supreme Court invite nominations from legal aid groups, civic organizations, fellow lawyers, and regular citizens who know of a special lawyer, judge, law firm, or voluntary bar that has freely given their time and expertise in making legal services available to the poor. Nominations must be received by October 4th, and nomination forms are available on the Florida Bar website. The March release of Chat GPT-4 made lawyers wonder if it could replace paralegals and made paralegals jittery. But experts say AI will make paralegals more efficient, not obsolete. Jim Ash has more. Tony Marsh, director of paralegal studies at George Washington University, said AI won't replace paralegals anytime soon. Marr said, quote, the headline is, don't worry, it's not going to put you out of business, but you do need to learn it. However, an important premise is that lawyers are using their paralegals wisely, Marsh says. Quote, now if you're using your paralegal to type stuff, then yeah, your paralegal might be replaced, she said. Quote, but you shouldn't be using your paralegal like that, end quote. ChatGPT4 can carry the load of repetitive, low-level tasks that neither lawyers nor paralegals need to do, according to Marsh. For example, AI can help paralegals more efficiently retrieve information, draft and analyze legal documents, and collect, compile, and utilize technical information. That will leave them more time to plan cases, manage litigation and office operations, research, interview clients, gather facts, and recommend actions to their attorneys. Florida-registered paralegal Luigi Caldera, a senior paralegal at Greenberg Traurig in South Florida, isn't concerned. He compared it to the worry some expressed when e-discovery came on the scene. However, Caldera acknowledged that some older or less tech-savvy paralegals and legal assistants are worried. He called it a, quote, generational thing. A member of the Florida-registered Paralegal Enrichment Committee, Caldera was named Florida-registered Paralegal of the Year in 2022. The advent of AI is just another reason paralegals should consider joining the FRP program, Caldera says. Quote, if you're a good paralegal, you will understand how to leverage the technology, 
That's the nature of being a paralegal. It's all about efficiency, end quote. Since 1986, Florida Lawyers Assistance has supported lawyers who develop mental health and substance abuse issues. FLA focuses its effort on education, talking to attorneys about the pressures of practicing law, the stresses that go with it, and how those stresses may affect their health and personal well-being. They have also been conducting monthly career counseling sessions. Roanne? FLA recognized that lawyers often adjust to a lifestyle and then find they're not very satisfied in what they're doing. So in 2012, FLA teamed up with David Behrend, the Director of Career Planning Services for Lawyers in Ardmore, Pennsylvania, to offer a career counseling program on the second Wednesday of each month. This career counseling is offered free of charge for lawyers via computer or telephone from the privacy of their home or office. Behrend offers each person who attends a career counseling session an open door and an opportunity to engage. He said his service can function as an early resource that may prevent other things from going wrong in a lawyer's life. He says being unhappy in a job can lead to other problems, and lawyers in this situation don't know who they can talk to about it. Participation in each monthly career counseling session generally consists of anywhere between three and eight attorneys, and crucial factor in determining a career change is the amount of gratification a lawyer gets from their job. Berend, who describes himself as a personal trainer, outlines three types of change that can affect attorneys. The first is a job change, whether that is with a new firm or new partner. The second he calls career alteration, where the attorneys want to do something else within the legal field but different than what they are currently doing. The third is career transition, where a lawyer can be forced into by a loss of position or license. Career transition is something where mental and substance abuse issues can come into play. Barron says the sessions help lawyers expand their thought processes and provides a venue for people who feel dissatisfied with their legal career. You can learn more about these career counseling sessions by visiting the Florida Lawyers Assistance website. The Legal Services Corporation has awarded $6.1 million to support the delivery of legal services to low-income Floridians impacted by Hurricanes Ian and Nicole in 2022. The recipients include Bay Area Legal Services, Community Legal Services of Mid-Florida, Florida Rural Legal Services, and Legal Services of North Florida. Roanne? After extreme weather events, victims often require immediate legal assistance to file for FEMA and insurance benefits, deal with landlord-tenant issues, access unemployment, or apply for replacements of important documents needed for education and medical benefits. Legal issues caused by disasters can persist for years. Cases involving FEMA appeals, bankruptcy, public housing, and domestic violence can emerge, and disaster victims are vulnerable to predatory scams and fraud. LSC President Ron Flagg says disaster response involves so much more than physical repairs, as millions of Americans find out each year when their home or family is impacted by one of these devastating events, and legal aid providers are integral in helping low-income families access vital services and resources that set them on the path to recovery. All four organizations will deploy the funding to build on their previous work, partnering in response to Hurricanes Ian and Nicole. For more on these and other stories of interest to the profession, visit floridabar.org slash news. Florida Bar News Briefs is a production of the Journal and News Department. For Roanne Bittar, Jim Ash, and our producer behind the glass, Clay Shaw, I'm Mark Killian. Mm-hmm.